People of the internet, it's EDB here. That's Eric Deshaun Barrett for long. And I recognize that um, you are getting used to our daily Bible studies being right in here. But I ask you a favor. I ask you to allow me this opportunity, this folly, to take a break from our traditional Bible study period to add in a meditational period. Starting today, if you're listening to this podcast on the day it is released, Wednesday, June the 10th, we are having Wednesday morning meditation on the call. So this is the replay of that call. We'll be back with our Bible study period tomorrow. But for right now and for every Wednesday after this, please allow this break. Please take a moment to to over your lunch, meditate a little bit, would you? awesome sauce. So after we take a moment, I'll give you some time, should I say, to get yourself together. About two minutes, if that's all right. And then sit down and give me about a good half hour of your time. Let's meditate a little bit. Awesome sauce. Awesome sauce. And good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. You know, the the faithful few have came in this morning. The, 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 these are these are the these are the uh, as uh, there's a passage over in the scripture where David said, uh, uh, "We're going in. Some of them cannot go." Some of them are not strong enough to go, but uh, some of us can go for them. And so you have come for those of us who cannot come, and you're going to join us in in, in prayer and, and and meditation on this morning. I wanted to uh, set the stage this morning, seeing as this is our inaugural prayer meeting of what to expect during these uh, uh, moments that we will share. Uh, first thing is we, uh, we're we uh, not saddened because we know that, that she's not physically gone, but she will be with us in spirit. But Mama Bell is not here to play this morning, but that's all right. We will uh, look forward to seeing her on Sunday. Uh, but as we consider prayer, I've always in these conversations talked about the mindset of knowing what to pray for, uh, knowing what we are expecting or what we're looking for and not just rambling. Uh, I'm sure the prayer warriors on the line are familiar with rambling prayers. Uh, they, 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 they pray without any any direction, any guidance. Some of them want stuff, but don't really want it. And so we are looking as we are praying for uh, God's direction and what we do, not only personally, but corporately and community-wise. 
there's a lot of things that's going on in this community, in this country, uh, in this world for that matter. I was reading earlier this morning and last night about a lot of the crises that are going on as it pertains to, uh, well, not necessarily crisis, but more of the the protests and things, and not to get into deep discussion about it, uh, but my thought process fits the, the point that I've just made is that we are seeking for things, but we have no direction. And I was talking to a pastor mentor last night, and he asked me, what was my thoughts? And I said, I hear noise, but I don't hear a sound yet. We have a lot of young kids who are screaming and they're angry, but they don't know how to channel that anger. They don't know what to do with it. Uh, Pastor Booth and I was also discussing about uh, what we can do. And he said on yesterday, he said, you know, we have these prayer meetings. That's good because, you know, grandmama, she, she, she got holes down. 40, 50 years ago, grandma can't get holes down no more. She can't, she can't hold up out there. But grandma's got wisdom. And so we're praying that the young will come to grandmother for the guidance and the direction of how to deal with these issues and also to come to uh, our seniors or when they come to our seniors that, that grandmother, you are ready to and grandpa, we have to throw them in there too, that you're ready to understand that the war that they're fighting is not necessarily the same war you're fighting or you have fought. It's the same fundamentals, but we got different players now. And so those are the things that I believe that our prayer is is, is directed towards. And then you have the final piece, which is why our theme of the month is the way that it is. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, seek my face and, and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and, and heal their land. That is our theme for this month, Second Chronicles uh, chapter, what is it, 7 verse 14, is that what's right? Yeah. Right. And uh I, I I thank you for reminding me. And uh so that's that's our theme for this month because our our, our point is to realize our errors and to realize where we have messed up. I had a young gentleman who who came to me and I'm okay to share this with this this congregation or this crowd of folks because they are your kids. And they came to me and they said, uh, I'm, I, I'm my mama. He's about 50, 40, 50 years old. He said, my mama built a legacy. She broke her back. She worked four jobs. My dad did the same and built houses and cars and land and all this other good stuff. And we squandered it. Now, our 
children have nothing. And it's all our fault. This came from a 45, 50-year-old man. He said we were trying to be like the Joneses. We had just become free and and segregation had ended. We wanted to be like the Joneses. And so we told all that stuff over there that Mama had built. We just let that go to nothing. And we went over there to, to the Joneses' house. And now we're in trouble. So that's the basis for this month, the thought process that I believe uh, we should take. And so to give uh, Speaker some time so that she can uh, focus on what's on her heart and to pray over us and we can get out by 730 because folks have to go to work. Uh, The speaker this morning is... uh, if you want to talk about where I first understood prayer, was in those all-night shut-ins. And if you old black church, you understand about all-night shut-ins and and noonday prayers. You know, we had those back in the day. And I I, I don't know if I've made a point in this particular uh Assembly, but uh, one of my, if not the first times I ever had to do a sermon was at a noonday prayer. So Psalms 23. I did it in 15 minutes. Elder Josephine Williams told me to get back up there. It was too short. And somehow she found a way to wean me to get an hour out of six verses. I don't know how she did it. Still can't figure it out. But if I tried, I probably could. And during that noonday prayer, you would hear the old mothers and and grandmothers at the time, they would come in and they would pray and they would read a scripture and they would meditate on it and then they'd go back and pray again. Then they would say, I heard somebody. So I'm not going to hold you up for four hours a day because they they, they pray all day because they ain't had enough to do. They would beat up and bust it. Where were they going? And, and, And when you study history, they prayed longer. You know, they would say that, most of the people didn't have television in their homes, and the one that did, they wouldn't nobody know it. And they also didn't have nobody there to, to go back home to, and the ones that did, they will not nobody know it. So they stayed in church all day. But we're not going to do that. We're going to try to do a semblance, a little small portion of that. So I'm going to turn the, the conversation over, the, this time of connection over to my sweet old grandmother and let us, let her lead us in whatever way she would like to do it. This morning as I come and I was thinking which way to go and I was asking which way to go, God led me to Joshua 1. In Joshua 1, God was telling Joshua to be strong in the Lord and in his might. And as I've kept reading, he he not only told Joshua to be strong, and of good courage. But he only he also told Joshua again, be strong and be very courageous. And so as I went on down and I read again, and he said, have I not commanded thee, be strong and of a good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. And as I kept on reading, I was saying, Lord, 
How can I be strong? They keep telling me the word of God said, be strong. Or when Job said, when situations come and when I'm weak, say I'm strong. And I got to keep on telling myself I'm strong in the Lord. I got to also know that I can do all things through Christ with strengthen, not just strength, but strengthen me. He will strengthen me to be strong. Being strong in the Lord, how can I be strong? Through troubles, troubles on every side. All I can see is disappointment, doubt, and fear. Yet you tell me to be strong. How do I be strong? And as I was reading, I was saying, Lord, we must remember what God's word said. You must eat it every day. As we feed a baby when he's first born, sometime every two to three hours on milk, some of us still might be on milk. So how we feed a baby, we, we give him something every day. So I learned that you must read the word of God every day. All day long, repeat it. When situation comes and doubt comes, oh, Lord, I'm going to be strong in you. I know you're going to work this situation out. And when something else comes, you've got to keep repeating it. Lord, you told me to, to remember your word. Remember what you have told me, that I can be strong in you. And as we go on, I thought about it. I went over into Deuteronomy and in the 31st verse of Deuteronomy. And David told his son, be strong. God going to be with you. God going to supply all your needs. He said, be strong and of a good courage again. Fear not, nor be afraid of them. For the Lord thy God, he is with thee. And he going to do whatever you need. So when situations come, learn how to, to quote God's word. Learn how to let, just say, Lord, I know that you have all things in your hand. you got all power. And as we go through this corona and all these situations and all we see on TV is distress and heartaches and why people do this and why they do that, but we got to remember that God is in control of every situation. Instead of sitting and complaining and finding fault and telling, talk about all the bad, learn how to talk about the good. Put, find the good in every situation, knowing that God is in control of every situation, knowing that God's going to work it all out, knowing that God is in control. And so many times we look, and as I was reading over in Deuteronomy 32, and he said, I will, the Lord said, I will hide my face from them. I will see their end shall be, for they are a very forward generation of children in whom is no faith. The people today, and we, you said they don't have faith, but the word of God tell us they don't have faith. And that's over in Deuteronomy 32 and 20. And so God said, I'm going to take my hands off because people don't want me. So we got a job to pray and ask God to help our children, help our grandchildren. We got to be shining lights in this dark world. We got to let them know that God is the answer, no matter what's happening, what's going on. These things is going on day in and day out. 
Why? Because some of us will not turn to God. We will not depend on God. We have to depend on our money. We depend on our education. We depend on everything, that, our cars, our trips. We if we get up morning and we make plans, but we do we put God first in our life. But God says, seek ye first the kingdom of heaven, and all things will be added unto you. And if you seek God, you can be strong. If you seek God, you won't have to have the fears, the anger that's is passing around through this world. So many times we give the president, we give the Congress, we give the Senate, everybody credit for giving it to God. And God said, I'm a jealous God, and I do not appreciate you giving all the credit to him. I don't appreciate you just talking about them, and you don't have time to talk about me. And one morning I was talking about situation, situation, and God spoke just as clear to me. Say, you take more time talking about them than you do me. And I had to say, oh, God, forgive me. Help me to put you first. Help me to tell the world how sweet you are. Help me to be an encourager one to another. Help me, God, to know that you brought me here. You was with me. I'm here today because God brought me through cancer. I had cancer in 93 with no hope. Doctors give me no hope. And I'm here today to tell you that God brought me out. And it wasn't because of nothing good I did, but because he loved me so much that he gave me another chance to stand and let the world know that he's a sweet father. So I said to you this morning, be encouraged. Be strong in the Lord. Be strong. You know that God said, and take God at his word. We read his word but, and we talk his word, but do we really trust his word? And that's what God is saying to me this morning. Trust me in every situation. Be content in every situation. And you said to me right now, you asking me to be content in this situation I have? You asking me to praise him in this situation? Yes, I am. I'm asking you this morning to put your trust in the Lord. Lean not to your own confidence. Lean not to your own ideas. Lean not to your own feelings. Lean not to what you feel, but trust in the Lord. And in this day, as you trust in God, he will open up the way for you. I know we can't see through teardrops. So many times the situation is so heavy, we just cry, cry, cry. We can't see through teardrops, but we got to wipe the tears from our eyes and knowing that God is there with us. We got to wipe the tears from our eyes and say, God, I thank you. In all things, I'm going to give you thanks. I praise you. I love you. And I magnify your holy and righteous name. And I just said thank you this morning. I thank you this morning because, God, you are a great father. You are a great lover. You are a great way maker. I trust you in all situations, no matter what I see, no matter what I feel, no, what, no matter what I'm going through, I know you're here with me. I love you. Yeah. I praise you. I magnify your holy and righteous name. And I said to you, as I said to myself, be encouraged. Remember, God commands us to be strong. He commands us. He don't just say do it, but he told Joshua, I command you. 
to be strong. Whatever you face up, just remember I am there with you. Just remember that I am leading you. I am guiding you. So whatever you're going through, always remember God is there with you. I thank God for everything. I praise God because God is a sweet savior. And I say to you, have a great day and keep on praying. The song said, keep on praying because God answers prayers. Keep on praying. Never be despair. Keep on praying and believing in God because God will bring you through. May God bless you and keep you this morning. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Very quickly, as we have 10 minutes left, I'm going to give you some time. First of all, we thank, uh, that was a wonderful message, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yes, it was. Wow. Uh, makes, me, makes me jealous. I think I need to go back to school. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I want us to give a little bit more uh, time for our, we're going to do two things. The first thing we're going to do is we're going to silently, silent or softly, let a little rumble happen. Let, let, let them hear a little bit of us. I was, I was, uh, listening to the people who listen to communion on Sunday, and they said how how spiritual it was with the playing and the the rattling of the the the, the papers as we were opening our our elements, and how people were softly praying and how folks were healed through that. It's weird how it's crazy how God can heal people in just rattling a paper and soft praying. But I would like for us to just take a moment to softly pray over our own problems. Because a lot of the world can't get healed if we are messed up. We were talking one day, me and... uh, I want to say it was Pastor Booth, and we talked about 40 times a day. And he said, we can't criticize the world for being dark. They don't have a light. We have the light and won't turn it on. Or we're shining it in the wrong direction. And if you've ever been in a dark room with 40 million people with a flashlight, you know that's a very uncomfortable situation. But if those 40 million people left that one room and went out into the dark world and shined it in various places, it wouldn't be as uncomfortable, and we can lead more people to their future, to their destiny, to their hope. So if we could softly, just with a little rumble, the prayer warriors know how this goes. Just pray over yourselves, over your hurts, over your pains. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, God, I bless you. Oh, gracious Father, thank you. For everything. Yes, Lord. Thank you. God. Have mercy, Jesus. 
Now that we have prayed over ourselves and we have asked for us to be that light that the young people, the old people, the middle-aged people, the babies, and everybody can see, now we turn our attention towards our government, those who are in power. I've come to the conclusion that we're at a point now where talking can't fix nothing. Mm -mm. I've talked so much that I just can't talk no more. We're in a in a in a season where you have those who are angry and they're not thinking straight. And then you have those who are salivating because there's nothing uh, good to a opportunist than a vulnerable soul. And so people are not making wise decisions. They're not looking at it from all angles because they're just so hurt and angry and disgusted. They think that burning cities down is the answer. They think that's going to get attention. But I have come to the conclusion, and I'm sure those of you on this call who have been here for some time now, that know that there's only one person that can get somebody's attention, and they're not breathing and walking among us. And so we're going to spend a, a few moments corporately praying over our communities, over our cities. And we're going to ask uh, our, our speaker and prayer warrior this week to pray over our cities and our communities as we get ready to go to work. We're walking in the job. You know that you know that person over there you ready to cuss out. You 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 had your mind ready to cuss him out for you you, you already had it in your mind. We're gonna pray over them. That they'll give you your cheese sandwich back today. Somebody gonna to come in and, and give you that like that sandwich they ate yesterday and then you was ready to cuss them out. We're gonna pray over that. I just used that because somebody ate my cheese sandwich one day and I went in there and cussed them out the next day and they had a cheese sandwich in my hand. 
and I had to ask them to forgive me because they was hungry the day before. So we don't know what people are going through is why I made that statement. We don't know why they're reacting to us the way that they are. So as we get ready to go, our prayer warrior grandmother, my grandmother, if she would close us out in a prayer over our communities, over our city, over our nation, and then we would depart, as they say in the old church, to serve. Most gracious and all-wise Father, we thank you this morning. We praise you and we magnify your name. We thank you, God, for our coming together once again to lift you up high and to give you all the glory and all the praises. For God, as we come, our nation needs healing. Our nation needs you, God. Help us, O oh God. O oh God, in the name of Jesus, help our nation. O oh God, forgive us, for we have sinned against you. God, we have not did what you told us to do. And God, we pray right now for our president, our vice president. We pray for the Congress and the Senate. You know the decision they're making, whether it's right or wrong. You know why they're making the decision. But God, we put it all in your hands this morning. Because God, you told us to seek you, to praise you, and to trust you. And, God, we know you see, hear, and understands it all. And, God, we say thank you this morning. We not thank you, God. We not thank you for the situation, but we thank you, God, because you are in this situation, and you're going to work this situation out for our goods. God, no longer will we have to be fearful of what people might do to us, but we can trust you knowing that you are there with us. And, God, we know that a change is coming, and we give you thanks and glory ahead of time. We just thank you. We praise you for our neighborhoods, for our lawyers, and for the judges that sit on the bench. God, be with them. Let them make wise decisions. Let justice roll forth. Bless all, O oh God, that stand in the need of prayer. We pray, O oh God. We pray for those that God does not even... Don't look to you, but look into themselves. But we pray in the God that you will turn their eyes on you, that they will realize, God, that you are saying, come home to me, come back to me. I love you. I love you. Let them know, oh God, that you love them and you care about us all. Be ever with us, God. Strengthen us and make your face to shine upon us this day. And we give your name all the honor, all the praises, and all the glory. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. Amen. Beautiful. Beautiful. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week, and we look forward to connecting together on Sunday morning. Is that all right? Amen. May the grace of God be with you. May his face shine upon you and give you good peace and you're going and you're coming and you're rising and you're falling until we meet again. Amen. Amen. See you on Sunday. Have a blessed day.